Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Hide here, and sorry about the delay. Been doing all kinds of stuff, getting ready for the Snowmageddon blizzard. We got the snow happening. Our April snowstorm is coming through, and everybody's freaking out because it's snowing outside as if it never snows here any other time. I guess they're calling it one of those bomb cyclone things again. And actually, we lost a lot of power the last time we had that bomb psycho thing. So who knows what's going on. But I actually just bounced back from Mile High, stopped down there this morning. They had the guys from Night Force there, so I was checking out some of their new stuff. But I ain't talking about it because I didn't get permission to say anything. So I'm being quiet about it. So anyway, uh, yeah, we bounced over there, talked to those dudes a little bit, uh, had lunch with Mike. They had some barbecue left over because they had some visitors yesterday. So they had a metric ton of barbecue uh, going over some of the stuff over the weekend and getting, you know, putting my head back together. Actually, been working on the computer, working on the workstation here, putting everything together, trying to say, okay, what am I got going on here? What do I got going on there? And uh, I'm trying to figure that guy out. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm reevaluating all the kit and equipment and I'm making a plan to remove so much of what I have in my way and pare down, send back everything that I talked about, my lessons learned. I guess I'm moving forward with my lessons learned. And I really appreciate you guys kind of laughing along with me, man. Like I said, it was it, it, you know, it is what it is. It's one of those things where you see what's going on and then you go, ah, oh, that's not good. And, you know, but you just go and fix it. And that's the goal. But I was talking with Fritz uh, about some of the rifle stuff that I have. I don't know about that Norma, man. I mean, the Norma is a hammer. Don't get me wrong. It, it's sub half minute at 100 yards in, in Magnum. And people say, oh, you don't get that kind of accuracy out of the Magnums and stuff. It really does. I'm probably right around 2,000 rounds for that 300 Norma. Uh, 18 and change because I didn't shoot everything. I expect it to be at roughly, you know, two grand at the end of gun sight. And because I didn't shoot as much as I thought I was going to, I'm probably like around 18, 1850. So I'm almost thinking... And I talked a little bit of Fritz with this. Fritz over at Mile High, uh, you know, kind of spinning the stuff up for me there. I love uh, the work Fritz does. And I'm kind of thinking, like, you know, everything got hot in that rifle. And I'm wondering if that Remington 700 just couldn't quite handle the powder. I'm, I, you know... It's one of those things where you got a 700 and it's in a 338 action. So it's really just a little bit bigger than like a wind mag. And uh, I just don't think there's enough meat there for the heat. And part of that binding, part of that getting hot, it, it, you know, you get the first round's okay, second round's okay, third round's starting to get sticky. I get to my fifth round and it's bang, the gun's, you know, locking up on me. So I was going back and forth a little bit with the um, uh, with the guys over there at Mile High and especially talking with Fritz. And I'm like, oh, you know, factory ammo 300 PRC. I could do, if I want to do a heavy 30 cal, do something like that. But then I'm at 338 bolt face, right? So I need that 300 wind mag. And I'm, well, why don't I just get like a PTG bolt? And I looked that up. So for maybe it's worth rebarreling it. PTG bolt and redoing it to a 300 PRC for that rifle. 
salvaging it a little bit, and then taking my AWSM, my 338, that's here, my AI, and just turning that into my Norma, because it's my old legacy. I don't, I'd have to go back and look at the date. Um, it's an older one, though. It, it's an older AI Magnum. It's 338, and if I turn that in my Norma and make that just a dedicated ELR, boom, I'm done, here we go, that might not be a bad way to go and fix that 700 chassis loosening up, all that kind of drama, then just turn my 700 into a PRC, factory ammo, nothing hot, nothing crazy, and play in those two zones with those two rifles. You know what I mean? So it would be the 300 Norma and the 300 PR, uh, PRC. Tie the two of them together. So you guys are like listening to me think out loud with this. And as I said, I'm trying to pare down a lot of my stuff. I, I got to put away all that's not being used. I got to send back a bunch of these scopes and things that are getting mixed and matched with my... It's not mine. It's mine. It's not mine. That's this. I'm looking at that T&E and that. And, and that just becomes kind of a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? It's not a very good way of doing business. And so I've been doing that. I've been kind of getting myself back in order, cleaning things back up. And it, it it's where my head's at with this stuff that I'm thinking I can kind of create a, 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 you know, my go-to system. This stays as it is, leave it alone. This stays as it is, leave it alone. Put a data book with it, leave it alone. And then running through software. You know, I'm kind of looking at that my software with the phones. I, I, I really, I always, always, always enjoyed field firing solution. And I can run cold bore on the same device. You know, and Gunsight was, it, it would kind of reinforce the bit of the ease and use. The only thing is you're dealing with the big ass tremble. You know, you got that big freaking yellow brick. Mine's yellow. I So nobody will steal it. You know what I mean? Instead of the green ones or the black ones or anything, I got the yellow one. And um, I, I'm, I'm looking at that, that maybe it's worth going out, spending a weekend and taking these rifles that I'm going to use and doping them in the field firing solution, doping them in the cold bore and being done with it and using it that way. Yeah, I can throw in some data in the trace out. I didn't find trace out did me wrong. I mean, there was times I was winging it. And like I said, I, I had that weird middle glitch, but that middle glitch, man, my friggin' chassis was loosened up and I hadn't seen it. So, I mean, that chassis didn't loosen up in the small amount of rounds of that one day. It had to have been loose the day before. So... You know, it, 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 it'll, it eliminates a lot of variables. This is about consistency. It's about eliminating variables. It's uh, all this different stuff. And speaking of which, I'm, I'm going to, again, this is, this is um, Shrink Frank's head day. Shrink Frank's head. And what I'm thinking is I was talking with Mike a little bit about this, and I just it actually just showed up today. I got it, came in today. It was actually really fast. I think I ordered it Monday, and it showed up already today. But I was looking at shirts and jerseys, you know. We, we're, we're doing this shirts for Mile High through Excel uh, T-shirt company. They do all our shirts. They're the ones. You see Mike and I always wear the same hoodie. You know, when we do the classes and we do the different things, we always got our hoodies on. And I'm a hoodie fan, man. I love hoodies. But... I, I'm I'm gonna do a little kind of clothing deep dive here. Like I'm a I'm a 
straight up triple alt fiend. I got more triple alt than I really need to be wearing, but Arteryx and triple alt design, mainly because they're slim cut, they fit me really well, but I dig what triple alt does. And so I'm looking at these jerseys and the different things and how this came up was Sunday. So Sunday, uh, Kim's getting ready to go on a run. She's doing like a 13-mile run. She does these trail runs, uh, 5K, 10K, half uh, marathon trail stuff. So she's getting ready, and she's got her running shirt, and she cycles and does a bunch of things. And I have one of the cycling things with a bike. And she's like, oh, this shirt's really good. You could wear it on the range, and it's UV protection. And especially here, you need the UV protection. And she goes, they're really comfortable. They wick and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it'd be really great with the cycling shirts that the pockets behind you, you know, your back pockets and stuff. And Triple Alt has the one hoodie with the pocket in the back and all that. But I'm thinking for what we do, you know, everybody's using the Techwear jerseys and the Gemini jerseys and things like that. Well, I want long sleeve, all right? I'm out on the range. I should be wearing this, that protection, that added layer. As well, you know, as was mentioned, a lot of these shirts are UV protected too. So there's sunscreen. You don't have to apply it except to your face and head because your face and head will burn like crazy like mine. I get the hole in the back of my hat where I get that burn mark. You know what I mean? That one spot, that half moon from my ball caps. So... I'm looking at this, and, and she's and she goes and, and watching the race and stuff. It was at, what, Bristol this last weekend? I was watching the um the race there. And I'm thinking, you know, she's on to something with the things. Everybody wears the jersey, and they're pretty straightforward. It's really just a billboard. But there's other elements out there, other sports, that do a similar jersey. You know what I mean? And, and it's protection. It's this. It's that. So I'm like, well, maybe let me start looking around the cycling a little bit better. But I'm running into two issues with with cycling, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get to where I I landed a minute ago, or I'm gonna land in a minute to go. Um, they're bright, you know what I mean, bright colors, and sometimes it's not so bad. Like I, I the quick shout out the Swanee shirt, you know, he's got the monkey with the cigar and the whole thing, and it's fun. It's yay, we're having a good time, and look, everybody, colors and pop and bang and. And I need, I dig that. It's neat. You know, no drama with it. I think it's a fun shirt and it's a fun way of doing it. It's a good way to market yourself. But I'm like, I want function too. So the UV protection, I want long sleeve. If you can put some, you know, stickers on it, if you want, for lack of a better word, if you want to NASCAR it up, a lot of these shirts will let you do that. Okay. So the cycling thing, but they're visible, right? So they're out for the streets. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, a lot of neon yellows, right? So as I'm cruising through, my number one need, I got there's two needs. I want the long sleeve. I want the UV protection and the flex, the, 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 the activity, the active wear. I want that active wear component, but then I want the pockets behind me. How nice would it be for your stuff to actually be pocketed behind you because you're in class, you're in a match, you're going to do stuff. You just want to lay down and, you know, not have all that stuff on your front. And I find with the hoodies, I'm always stacking stuff in my, I did it today. I'm, I got my phone in my hoodie pouch. I need a backwards hoodie, right? So I got my phone in my hoodie pouch. Uh, the guys from Night Force had a little tool they gave us. So I had that tool in there. You know, so I always will stick things, and especially with me, because I, you know, 
little slimmer down belts are pain in the neck my pants I start loading stuff in my pants my pants start falling down you know what I mean I can't cinch them quite enough I'm not quite a 28 I'm a not quite a 30 you know I'm like a 29 a waist you know what I'm saying so nothing really fits great which is why Arcteryx and Triple Alt Design slim fit it's really good you know takes care of it even Triple Alt makes the sleeves shorter for their small their small doesn't have the really long sleeves as shorter sleeves I dig that but I want to work behind me not in front of me with like I'd love to have a phone pouch with like a zipper a kestrel pouch and then your odds and ends even excuse me burping again some of those things um what do you call it uh could fit a magazine you know what i mean you got your spare mag you're gonna hold it in your hand anyway it doesn't need to be in a pouch because you got a mag in your pouch that you're gonna jump into so what am i doing instead i can throw a spare mag in there grab that mag out when i need it because they got a pouch in your back and if i'm teaching or doing anything i could flop down so I talked to one of the guys, and we got some swag, a surgeon, those guys, they're looking at some swag stuff, and, you know, they were showing me some things, and I said, hey, by the way, you know anybody cycling shirts or this? Because they're cycling jackets, got nice windbreakers, they got nice soft shell, they really go the same route we do on the tactical side, just in different colors and a little bit lighter. So there's some benefits going on here, and I'm looking around, looking around, and everybody's, you know, resellers. They're all reselling this, reselling that. Nobody's really like the manufacturer. I guess I can go to China and figure out who the manufacturer of these are. But bouncing around the internet looking at this stuff, I stumbled on goalie shirts for soccer. Goalie shirts, very similar to cycling shirts and the whole thing. And long sleeve, they do long sleeves for the goalies because the goalies diving and jumping and doing a little bit different than the main players out there on the field in elbow pads. Like, ooh, they got elbow pads. They got padding and different stuff. They even have chest pads, shoulder pads. They got all kinds of different layers of built-in padding. And to me, they do a better job with it than, like, say, like the cry precision. Yeah, I got the cry, but you don't always want to be the cry guy. You know what I mean? You don't always want to be out there in multicam, and be out there all tacticaled out. It, 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 yeah, it works. But at the same time, shirt-wise, I like it that different. So I find these Storelli goalie shirts, right? Italian company. They, they know what they're doing. And I really dig it. So they came in today. I ordered two of them. They had these two matching ones, these gladiator goalie shirts. And I really, really dig how they do the elbow pads in them. They do sell under shirts like pretty much you know what i mean so it would basically be you could a shirt you could put on underneath something with all the padding on it and it's form-fitted and in athletic and the whole thing but at the same time they're selling the over shirt with the elbow and then they have like i said you can get ones with chest pads elbow but i just did the elbows and i i think they do a good job on them so it would be nice to just change the color slightly. Because this one's like Bumblebee, okay? You got this black, but it's got yellow accent. But it's that neon yellow. It's like, uh, okay, but I'm not going to sweat it. You know what I mean? Hey, if it keeps the sun and does the whole thing, I'm not really too worried about it. So I'm thinking about shirts. 
I'm thinking about our apparel. I'm thinking about the new year and, and like I'm looking at my travel schedule and everything that has to go and how do I wear like the same thing without having to bring the kitchen sink on trips. You know what I mean? So part of it is, well, what's the best pants for this? I mean, I travel around. I have the cools and stuff like that when I'm on the plane. But then, you know, you got the stuff you're going to wear on the range. And I don't necessarily want to walk around and, you know, look like I just came out of a G.I. Joe set. I know we do, and it's not that big a deal, especially where we go. But at the same time, I, I, I want a little bit different. And I think with the goalie shirts, if we can add pockets to the back and then change the colors up a little bit to make them a little cooler for us, oh, man, I'm telling you, I think it would be a really, really great precision rifle type of shirt, whether it be competition, training, or what have you, with that built-in stuff. And and so I'm going to wear it a little bit and see how it feels and, and give it a whirl. But that's where your, your deep dive into the shrinkable head of Frank to figure out what I'm doing there. But I'm, that's what I've been thinking about the last couple of days. I've been reorganizing, rearranging. I'm getting a camera system already. Um, got a different camera in for this year. I'm going to try something a little bit different. And so that's that's up and running. I, I, I sorted out some GoPro stuff today. Uh, bringing in, I got a bunch of footage. Uh, it, it's going to be good. I'm going to try to put a little medley together or something. It won't be anything instructive. It'll be like, ooh, look at me. Look at me. I'm on video. Um, that kind of stuff. It's it's weird. Videos kind of become this thing where I'm 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 hungry to get back into it, but at the same time, I don't miss not doing it as much as I did because I'm filling it in with the podcast and I get just as much reach with the podcast as I do with the video. So it's it's this question of how do we like the video? What do we want to see with the video? Yeah, I got to do the videos for the online training lessons, and I like putting out that information. But because you have other guys out there now selling lessons similar to what I've been doing since 2008, uh, yeah, you can't give that. You're giving away the house. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, give it away, give it away, give it away, man, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you, you know, I, I'm conflicted on jumping harder into video or j- backing off. I think with this camera, the way I kind of got it set up right now, I could probably shoot a little bit more. I live in a city, man. I live downtown. I'm close to downtown Denver and all that. I, I got a bit of a backyard. I got a fence that, that blocks. So, you know, it's not too bad. But sound-wise, from road noise, all those different things, it that becomes a little tougher. And then we got these neighbors next door, and they hang out all back now. We used to have a guy who was never here. He used to, used to uh, canoe and do all this. He moved out, and, and the, the, these two women moved in. And I don't know if one of them or two of them, I think it's just one is like a pretty heavy smoker. So they don't smoke in the house. They smoke outside. It was good on them. No, I get it. You know, no big deal. But they're always behind where I would be. And I would kind of get self-conscious talking gun stuff and doing all this, you know, with six feet on the other side of the fence is a, is a woman sitting in a chair right there. So I'm, I'm looking at it because I can knock the, the, the focus down and the depth of field so I could probably film a bunch here and you won't see the background. I'll blur it out. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll shallow depth of field it and make it pretty crazy. But always interesting to see what your guys' thoughts would be on different elements of video, where, where you think I should go, what would be cool. 
And, and what do you want to see? Do you miss all the videos? Is it just enough video? Do you need one once a week? Is it something that's, you know, every other week, once a month? Because right now I'm probably on like a once a month schedule for the last couple months where I used to be on almost a weekly schedule. You know what I'm saying? I mean, granted, weather has been not helping. And the worst part about the weather here is the wind. Okay? Um, it's... The wind really, really makes doing the videos hard because it messes with the sound. As it is, I get people bitching on my YouTube channel. You know, there's 24-mile-an-hour winds howling. We're working around the corner, and there and there's some noise, and somebody will be like, hey, man, get a better mic. It's like, dude, fuck off. Leave me alone with your better mics and shit. It's 18 to 24-mile-an-hour wind. I'm trying to shoot a video and not waste the trip out to the range. And yet you're going to complain that you got some wind noises in my video and different things like that. So it, it, it becomes a, a really, really big hassle. Honestly, the, 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 the YouTube haters and stuff that are out there are, are make it where you don't even want to do it. It's, it's, it's like, hold on a minute. Am I back? Am I back? I think I'm back. Am I my counter going? Yeah, anyway. So it's it's a weird kind of deal. Sorry, I had to stop and move fuzz and change some things up. But it's one of those things where it, 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 you get so much negativity. It's like every post. I, I mean, honestly, I probably get five comments a day on the various videos that are out there. And three of them are negative. And it's like, dude, give me a break. I got a guy beating me up. Oh, you know what he's coming on? He's coming on all my videos, and he's he's saying, Coke bottle glasses, not a sniper. Coke bottle glasses, not a sniper. Coke bottle glasses. I think this guy's full of shit. And that's all he's talking about. All he does is come on and claim I'm not. This guy's lying. This guy's lying. This guy's lying. And it's like, what do you do? You know? It, it, it's annoying as shit. And then, you know, somebody tried to say, they they missed, they, they looked at my, um, my uh, SS thing, the arrow in the tribal. And the guy's like, I saw a bone frog. What class are you? Did you even graduate, buds? And it's like, well, I don't have a bone frog on me, but okay, I get where you're going with that, dude. You know, but it's it, it, it seems like when there's not a lot to talk about or there's something, like they have to say something. And most of the time, it, it's like you can't watch a video and go, hated it, and just move on. It's like, hated it, now I'm going to tell the world, hated it. And, 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 you know, it's like, what the heck are you doing, man? It. it leave me alone and and I'm probably just hypersensitive from the bad luck stuff but at the same time it's like god damn dudes leave I mean, and it was funny I went on and looked I'm like who's this guy because he came into it was fun I, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack it up so the dude is like hit me I think he's under black rifle or something and he hit me like four videos in a row saying I have coke bottle glasses and I'm not a sniper so I looked up and he had a page and he's like literally 300 pounds in front of a trailer sitting on a chair talking about, uh, you know, some budget ass thing. And I was like, I came on, he had like 50 people, you know, had watched his video or something like that. And he's probably pissed because I got thousands and millions of people. My million, my videos are like 7 million right now or some crazy number. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's like wailing on me. And I'm like, what the heck is this dude? This dude, this is the dude who's questioning my service. 
And I'm like, oh my God, dude. I'm like, you can't get out of your own damn way. I posted something on his page. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, you're the fat fuck that's freaking questioning my service and you can't get out of your own way. So I was, I was laughing at that one. It, it was one of those deals. But um, yeah, that's kind of where my head's at, man. It's in a deep dive. I am, I'm actually feeling better about the fact that I'm correcting all these things and fixing different stuff and going back and forth. Um, you know, talking with the, the different companies and I'm, I'm really going to, I've had a bunch of people asking me again, Hey, look at this, shoot that, do this. I'm, I'm saying no right now. I'm going to get done what I got. I got a reset. I'm going to say no to a lot of people who want me to do reviews and different things like that until I can kind of get my brain back to where I have to. If you got something like review wise, I'm going to pass it off to one of my other guys and, and do it that way. And, but man, it's like one of those deals where it's it's like, oh, holy cow, man. This dude's coming on and he's just following me. You're not a Marine. You're not a Marine. You're not a Marine. I'm like, dude, leave me alone. All right? Just leave me alone, man. You're, you're totally killing me. You, you know, you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Talk with Jeff Huber today. Zero Compromise. So uh, I got the four to twenty on the way. The little ultra short that they got going on. Um, that's I'm looking really forward to that scope. So that'll be here in in the next couple days. I believe he told me he shipped a few to some key dealers. Uh, Mile High probably have a few. Mile High might be having some and some. I think uh, Mike over at CS might have a, a couple coming. But he told me that some uh, four to twenties now shipped. So if you're on a waiting list or you pre-ordered one of those, probably heading your way, man. You're going to be getting a phone call. If not by Friday, I would say Monday. If you pre-ordered a 4 to 20 zero compromise, you will probably find out is there if you're early in the list. I don't know how the lists are. Didn't ask, didn't know. I found out after I came back from mile high. So um, not quite sure what the timing will be. But according to Jeff, that all went. And, and you'll be getting it pretty Pretty soon. So uh, looking forward to to the 4 to 20 zero compromise. I, I'm still good luck. I had to tear all that stuff apart. That was on that JP build and the whole thing and the different ones. So like I said, I got to reset, rebuild, and I need that logical order. Am I using this? Yes or no? Okay, good. Am I using this? Yes or no? Am I using it like it is? Is this the way I want it? No, let's put it the way I want. Let's redo it. Let's redope it. Let's get some numbers and put cards with each one of these rifles. I got to have a better logical order and do my homework, man. I got to instead, like I said, everything's been ripped apart, put back together in 10 different ways. It, it, it no longer becomes this valid system. It's now a Lego thing and it, and it needs to be, you know, I got a color out of place and it's like, ah, get that Lego out of there. I need a red one, not a yellow one. And so I got to do that with some of these things and pair the right scopes. I got to get all my night forces back on. Those are, those are really going to end up being my go-to. A lot of these Schmitz are going to go back that you've seen me shooting. As I said, a bunch of them were MOA. And they all work great. Nothing wrong with it. If you're an MOA guy, the, the, the MOA Schmitz and that 4 to 45 was great. No drama. But I was the odd man out. Here I was on a line, 11 guys. I'm the only one speaking that language. You know what I mean? And even times, and I'd mentioned, and this is the difference. This is where it comes into play. 
Number one, Mark is giving me calls at first in Mills, and then I could translate. So it's like, all right, I know what he meant. But if it's not that situation, here you have one guy talking to me in Mills because everybody but me is using Mills. And then you have the one, you know, me having to translate that to MOA. And it just becomes this communication breakdown. Okay. Uh, um, so that's why you want to pick a system that allows you to communicate the best with each other. Said so that 4 to 45 on 25 power was money. I mean, crystal clear. It was a great look. Wasn't overdone because I still have a high end of 45 to go to. So I'm in the middle of the psych, you know, the system. I like those low ultra short turrets better than some of the locking taller ones. Like if I'm going to do a double turn turret, I want the old double turn with the window. I don't necessarily like the locking turrets as much. I like the old double turn with the window. So that's one key element of it. The other one is with the ultra short type turrets. I've found those have been working really, really well. Good, good tracking, good quality, the whole thing. And, and so it's, it's just been working out great. And, and so I dig that, that double turn turret thing. But uh, nope, that's, that's where I'm at. But I'm going to send a bunch of them back because I have used them. I got reviewed them. They've been in the videos, the things like that. But they're, they're getting in the way now. And, and yeah, there's probably 10 guys with their hands up. Send it to me. Send it to me. It's like, yeah, other that, they'll bill me. Um, but otherwise, I, I would send them to you, dude. You, right? No, not you. The other guy, yes, him, he would get one. Not that, no, not you. Uh, well, you're, you're uh, nah, I ain't going to deal with that. So I was going to say, send me naked pictures of your girl, and I will send you a Schmidt and Ben. No, <laughs> just kidding. But anyway, so that that's kind of um what was going on with that stuff. So I'm 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 re reassessing, relooking at this, and and putting it all together, and we'll see how it goes. I'm I'm gonna end up moving forward, and once this snowmageddon is gone, and and we get past this little bit of weather, it's crazy. It was 80 degrees yesterday. Today we got the rain and snow going on. Now the blizzard's kind of going into full swing mode, and tomorrow we're gonna have a little bit more of it. I pretty much think I'm gonna get out to the range this weekend, but I'm gonna have to book a heck of a lot more range sessions with the videos and start knocking some videos out because I really do think that, you know, that's one of the missing elements is while the site's busier, everything's going on, I, I, I kind of have a feeling that I need to step up my video game a little bit more uh, than, than what's happening. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I got some information on the Minnesota class. He just uh, sorted that out. I will have details. He wrote it to me. All I got to do is see what the contact information is going to be. So Minnesota sorted out. I got a cut sheet. I got the whole thing. And you'll be able to sign up for the uh, late summer Minnesota class. And we can fit a, a bunch of people just the way the range is going to be. It's going to be probably a $200 deposit and then pay your balance when you arrive is what we'll more than likely do. Uh, sorry, we just don't have that online system like I do through Mile High uh, for you to just go in, click a few buttons, and be done with it. It's a little bit more of a manual process just because we got to pay the range, you know, take care of all the other stuff. So there's going to be two sides of this house that I'm dealing with. But that uh, late August, first week of September, last week of August, um, however that weekend runs, is going to be the Minnesota stuff. I believe it's Gopher Hill, if that sounds right for you Minnesota guys. 
But everybody who's been asking me about the Minnesota class, yes, I got the email just a few minutes ago. We're talking about it and we're moving forward. So it's something that is moving and you'll have plenty of time to sign up and get in. And I don't suspect it's going to be a case where if you immediately snooze, you'll lose. I think we're going to be able to roll people in without a whole lot of drama. So uh, if you're looking for that, we also, I know when I was there at Mile High, somebody called in and signed up. I think they signed up for the June class one, if I heard him right. But a guy had called in, asked about training, and then he was on the phone with Mike. Paul picked it up. Then Mike, Braden, hey, Braden, what's going on, buddy? I call him Brandon, right? So I'm all messing up, and Brandon's like, he's like, Brandon, he's like, hey, man, don't don't be doing that, you know. Don't, don't, don't call me that name and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I got to talk to Braden, Brandon. What's it all sounds the same to me. It's with a B and it ends in an N I'm getting it right. You know? So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of goofing with that thing. And, uh, anyway, so that was pretty funny. Paul, Paul's egging me on to give, to give Braden a, 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 a bit of a hard time on the podcast. He's like, Braden loves it when you say his name. So I got to say Braden over and over and over again. But uh, not all good stuff, man. Made it back, uh, kind of recovered. I was beat up a little bit. The, the, I'm not supposed to be shooting the heavy stuff. And you got to shoot the heavy stuff sometimes. And I felt it, man. It definitely it definitely had a end result for me um, where I, I felt that was, was, was happening over there. And, and I could feel it today in a little bit. A little bit in the shoulders, man. My shoulders are clicking worse than they usually are. So... Is it running again? Oh, it, there it is. It's running again. I, I, I have to pause, and then I'm getting this weird gap. Like I said, there's this weird delay. They did a firmware update on this thing, and I'm not really sure that firmware update was good. I like the board was working a little bit better before the firmware update. Sounds good, you, you know, and all that, but I'm kind of playing with it. I got to make, I'm going to schedule those uh, phone-ins. I got three or two for sure that, that I've been asked about, and, and I got the USMC phone-in um, happening, or I got, authorization i gotta set the schedule up then and do that so hopefully within the next five days or so i'll have that interview done on the um usmc side of the house a lot of positive really good stuff with the um with the army side everybody i mean that that podcast went off great i really appreciate them doing that and them reaching out and so um yeah it's it's now going to be the 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 marine corps and different though it's it's the individual's opinion who just happens to work for the marine corps so just to get that part straight that it's one of those deals where we're not speaking for the suck the marine corps but we are kind of looking at it from the case of uh you know where they fit into the precision rifle world today What's going on? Where their mindset is, and in the different things, and how that where they put their value, what they see from the civilian side of training, and all the different things that they're doing. So that's definitely something that uh, we're going to be looking at in our conversations. Alrighty, guys. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the everyday sniper. I just wanted to knock this out. Like I said, I'm I'm building up, getting some information for you guys to put out. Today's more of a head. I'm. I'm in reset mode. It, having the two days off and to be able to just go out there and to think about these things and to say, hey, wait, you know, like I said, the shirts, man. I'm thinking about the shirts and the elbow pads and the different things we could do with that. You know, what are we wearing? How are we wearing it? Because it all matters. I mean, you look at the shoes. Most people are with the Solomons and stuff like that, right? You know, some kind of GTX, really light, fast, comfortable shoes, 
you know, well, you always get what, what pants you're wearing, what shoes you're wearing, and that, that clothing aspect of what we do. We are a precision rifle lifestyle. You know what I mean? We, we may not have this lifestyle brand that it makes us look kind of like Contractor Frank or something like that, and you want to almost, you know, move it. That, that's why guys went to, like, Carhartt and Duluth Trading Company, you know, because they want that those same features but without the look. So they'd rather look like a guy with a Carhartt than somebody with 5.11s. And, and you, you see that bit of crossover. You see that bit of back and forth with the clothing that we wear. But you need the protection. You know what I mean? You want to be out there in long sleeve shirts, especially here. We're a mile closer to the sun. When it's cooking on you, it's cooking on you. You want that kind of elbow protection and give you that not think about it, you know? And, and this goalie shirt, like I said, has a really good elbow pad to it. So it's something I'm kind of like, hey, man, that's kind of, mm, I'm digging on it. But I want to put it together and create it. You know, like I said, I'm a triple aught fan. I'm addicted to triple aught. And I, you know, pretty much have every piece of their product line, probably, you know, minus a few little knick knickknacks here and there. But it, it's like, does it help? Does it hurt? Does it do this? Does it do that? And and you're looking at every element from your shoes to your socks to all the way up to your pants. You know what I mean? What are you wearing base layer? What are you wearing mid layer? What are you going to pull off? What are you going to put on? Like it's snow in the rain. This morning was raining out real crazy. So I got my Raptor hoodie on, you know, that's rain gear. And I'm wearing the, the triple lot Raptor hoodie. And it's like, okay, cool. And I got some cool pants on because that's your typical Colorado. Everybody got cool. And so a little soft shell, that's cool. And, and, and it's all functional and why people wear it in those different areas. When I was back in Connecticut, it was like Timberland boots and jeans. You know, now you come out west and it's more soft shell and hiking boots, Merrells and, like I said, Solomons and all the different ones we're wearing. I'm an Asolo guy. I like the Asolos and, and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, locally here, and I was talking with some of the guys down at Rifles Only, La Sportiva's big in Colorado, and they actually support some of the shooting, but not as much publicly as they used to. But La Sportiva in Colorado's backyard was supporting like Thunder Beast Arms and the competition dynamics stuff. And so you were able to go to a competition dynamics match and wear and win rather boots and stuff from La Sportiva. And that's 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 a Colorado thing. And and you know, so all that stuff matters. The trail runs and out in the fields and the goat heads and the stick. Cause I mean these ranges and stuff were out there prone. We're not all on manicured square ranges with the bench and all these other things. So our, our attire has to match what we're doing. I'm also was looking at my packs and everything too. And I got a bunch of different packs, but I was kind of thinking of me. I'm, I might need to put something together like a comp pack, which I like my Kafaru that I have. It's right about the right size to travel with. You know what I mean? And it's got some decent features. There's a few minor things I might change on it. Yes, I like I'd like it a little bit different, maybe a little more Molly on the model I have, but I don't have one with a lot of Molly on it. And so I'm looking at, well, maybe I go down and get one of my older ones or go over here and get like my Marauder or something and create a go bag for my car, kind of like locally. I'm not traveling to a location. I'm not traveling to something. Well, let's create this go bag with that. And that's where 
like the Trimble unit would come into with field firing solution. Again, it's big, it's heavy. Yeah, I got I got um pouches for them, but nobody really wants to carry around a two pound friggin' ballistic computer. You know, and it is the Trimble's pretty damn heavy. I'd have to go look it up. I got a scale over here. I probably can go drop it on and let you know what it is. But it's one of those deals where it's heavy, it's big. And if you're just moving from your car to the line, your line to the car, which is kind of like the gun sight thing. Those guys drive there. They got their four-wheelers and stuff like that. They're not really traveling. It's not a big deal. But at the same time, you know, it's like, is it easier to pull your phone out? Are you dealing with the heat? Are you dealing with the weather? Or is it a dedicated unit? I'm almost considering maybe go online and get a Juno, the little Trimble. Trimble makes a smaller one about a little bigger than a, a phone called a Juno, and the Juno can take an SD card, and Field Firing Solutions does have an SD card, and then I could probably load in cold bore from there on it and have a slightly smaller unit that does the same thing as the big old Tremble. I don't remember the Tremble uh, model number, the Nomad. I think it's a Nomad. Uh, There's a Recon and a Nomad is how it used to be. The recon um, was smaller, and if I remember right, it didn't have an SD card slot, and the Nomad does. So I think that's where those goes, and now they have the Juno, and the Juno's the smaller one, which still runs Windows Mobile for all the surveyor guys and all the warehousing people, because like a lot of the, the, the Nomads and stuff, the Trimbles now have like those uh, readers to it. So the top has like an eye reader that you can go through a warehouse and have this thing and I read, you know, barcodes. And so that's why they're big. You know, they're, they're, they look like big scanners in a way and they actually act like a big scanner. But you can find them online sometimes like where the surveyors up, move them or upgrade them and they blow them out and you can get them cheaper, like almost half price sometimes if you look around online. But it's, 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 it made me question and it makes me go back to like more old school, more data driven. And then I can take that and put it into range cards and make basically what I want to do is take charts and build a book for each rifle and have your cards in there, have your charts and your data. So when you grab that kit, it goes with you. You know what I mean? All my data is with that one gun instead of it being scattered everywhere. What's this one? Who's that guy? And then just going through your phone stuff. That, man, did your phone work? Did I change it? Do I have that track in here anymore? Yeah, it's over here or that, but I don't know. I think I can back it up because both cold bore and field firing, I can kind of back them up and do it that way. And I, I know a lot of them now will back up to the cloud with your phones, but the phones are damn fragile, man, especially in the heat especially out in the desert areas, high desert here, you know, normal desert Arizona and those kind of places. So it's it's getting to be where I have a piece of kit for this, piece of kit for comp, a piece of kit for training, a p- and, and, and it's getting to be too much. It's got to be this will work for all this, this will work for all that, and I'm done. That way there, it, it's it's a lot less of this back and forth and having to start over because I swap scopes, I swap caliber, I swap this, I swap that. And it's just a re, constant reset. I, I will have to say, though, for jumping onto three different loads and two different scopes and this and that, and, and I could still get the job done. It just sucks to be that guy in the middle of all of it. You know what I'm saying? 
Alrighty, guys, you've been listening to Frank at the Everyday Sniper, and we appreciate you listening. Thanks for all the comments on the Podbean app, uh, the YouTube, and or not YouTube, but uh, the Podbean app's been going good. Guys are coming in the Sniper Side Forum, uh, throwing their comments down there. I really appreciate that. The forum's cranking still. God damn, these freaking, I redid that right at the attack, the hack. I'm going to give you a hack update. So I have software in the back side that's now kind of protecting it keeping it up to date and it's giving me daily alerts they are pounding on the front door of my website hourly minute by minute by minute these guys are pounding me i wish i had it up i I don't know if i can see it and get it what the heck crap is moving around let me see if it can say uh well let me log on there it's gonna be oh it did Going to the dashboard here. I'm going to try to read you guys this friggin', you know, this brute force. So just today alone, there was 272 brute force attack attempts, if that's what I can think. On the month, for the last month, I've had 4,000 brute force attacks. Okay, in the, in, the, in the week, it's been, you know, 1,392 that my software is stopping. These guys are Beating on my door, trying to hack my sites like it's going out of style. What the heck? Leave me alone. What do you got to break my site for? I mean, these guys are doing it every hour and pounding in on this thing. This is crazy that the, the, that the, this, these different levels of attacks are coming through like to this degree. It's just nuts, nuts, nuts. All right, guys, I'm going to blouse off. I'm going to get this posted for you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of the Everyday Sniper. Enjoy.